Thought of Life podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. If you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes. And if you're on a platform that supports it, leave a rating or a review. And thank you so much for this particular act of kindness. Alleviating Sunday Night Scaries is our topic for today. When you hear these statistics that I am getting ready to share with you, family, you are going to be blown away. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine has published recent data. The data suggests that 80% of workplace professionals experience stress and anxiety that begins to build sometime on Sunday. 33% of adults age 18 to 41 say that they often or always have trouble falling asleep on Sundays. Moreover, if the age group is above 58, that percentage goes up to 58%. Now, psychology calls this anticipatory anxiety, which over time, if left untreated, morphs into an anxiety disorder. Several years ago, I had a very close family member that I speak with on a very regular basis. And what she would often say to me is, crap, I got to go to work tomorrow. At the time we were speaking, it wasn't at the end of Sunday. It was sometime the beginning of Sunday, sometime midday Sunday, sometime the afternoon. But nonetheless, this particular family member was already in a state of dread because, well, the weekend was about to be over. Although in my mind, Sunday is like one of the coolest days because, I mean, we get to completely stand down, recharge batteries, do stuff that's fun, interact with various sporting events or just get out and do some things that we can't otherwise do Monday through Friday if we're in a job where we have to, you know, be at our desk if we work from home or into a building if we're not fortunate enough to be able to work remote. It just struck me as, man, this is this is unfortunate that this family member is anticipating this future and isn't able to be in the moment to enjoy the fullness of this day. This is literally the foundation of what we call Sunday night scaries. As you look more into this specific topic, what you find that it's not Sunday night. It's more like midday Sunday. And for some, it's even worse. They wake up, they do their Sunday morning routine, and then immediately they're drawn into this state where they begin to think about Monday, the things that are waiting on them, the things they have to do, so forth and so on. Now we have entered into the Sunday scaries effectively. It's a feeling of intense anxiety, and I mentioned dread that routinely occurs every Sunday. It often starts 
in late afternoon for most, but some as early as Sunday morning. It goes throughout the entire day. It's not a point in time feeling. It's sustained throughout the entire day. Depending on the person's level of anxiety, they can start to feel such a pronounced manifestation of this that when it's time to go to bed, as we learn from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, it's so profound. It's taken such a hold on the mental mindset that they can't even go to sleep. So I want you to imagine for a minute what that would be like every single weekend, weekend after weekend after weekend, feeling in the pit of your stomach, that dread, having a racing heartbeat, sweating, having difficulty breathing at time because again, you're entering into an anxiety state. It's called anticipatory anxiety, right? Some people have manifestations of trembling all the way through an upset stomach to the point where they can't eat, maybe even headaches or migraines. Can you imagine going through this every Sunday? I thought to myself, self, what would that be like to have to lose an entire weekend day to this type of situation, a low level vibration that just so saturates my being in my mental mind state that I can't break out of it. It's so repetitive that every Sunday there's this thing waiting for you to start beating you down and then having to enter into Monday, not having slept very well the night before. Ah, that's not a cool place to be. That would be a horrible set of circumstances to have to undergo week over week. I'm going to share with you, family, what the top three causes are. Cause number one, stress, anxiety, nervousness, worry, or fear with respect to the coming week. Root cause number two, people hate their jobs. They hate their supervisor or manager. Or they hate their co-workers. And the people are literally making them sick. Root cause number three. They have to give a speech. A presentation. Or lead some sort of talk that has public speaking as a component of it. So you might say to yourself, what can we do about this? How do we address this horrendous situation? What's the fix? I want to give you some pointers before we take a look at each of these three causes independently. I often share with you the need for us to be in the moment. All of our energy, all of the things that we are going to focus on for either self-help or for things that we would desire to get done at a given time or in a given day happens right here, right now, this present day. If you were keen and were able to cue in on the fact that this is an anticipatory situation that told you something, what it told you is that 
the individual was not in the present moment. Instead, they were into tomorrow. Well, we know as mindset experts that we are in the process of becoming that if we're in the past, that's going to prevent us from being present. As a matter of fact, if we are too far into the future, that is going to create anxiety. There are various types. This is only one we're unpacking today. Point number one with respect to these hints is that we have to remain in the moment. We got to be rooted and grounded in today and all that it has to offer. If we have scenarios that are taking place today, then we deal with them today. We're going to consciously put off addressing anything that has to do with tomorrow and next week when we get to those time periods. We're going to give you some other things to work on as well with respect to these root causes in just a moment. But generally speaking, let's stay in the moment. Then remember, there is a window between stimulus and response. Our responsibility, that is, if we're in the moment, is to heighten our sense of awareness so that when we feel a state that we like being in, changing to a state that we don't like being in or that doesn't serve us, we go, hey, I've seen this movie before. I know exactly what's going to occur if I don't intervene right now. That intervention is us saying to ourselves, we're not going to respond, we're not going to react, and we're not going to exhibit the classic behavior that we have seen ourselves undergo when we've been presented with this issue. Number two in this hints section is we have to remember to catch the opportunity that presents itself right between the stimulus and our response. And the only way that we can do that is for us to be mindful. We talk about awareness. We talk about the things that we focus on. I'm going to ask if you haven't implemented a routine where you have quiet time where you're getting to know you, where you're really unpacking you as an individual and all that makes you up, all that you respond to, all your triggers, all of the things that tick you off, then you have to start doing that. You have to give yourself the opportunity to learn more about yourself so that you have the awareness, so that you can be in the moment, so you can seize the opportunity between stimulus and response. Now, I know people who would say, I just need a drink. Just let me get a glass of wine. Let me get a shot of something and I'll be just fine. No, you won't. No, you won't. What's going to occur is you're going to get a very, very quick pause. And after that quick pause, the alcohol has the cool effect that we all like. And you crest 
and you start coming down into the depressive state that it creates, all alcohol does this, then what you're going to find is a compounding effect. All of the things that you were thinking about that aren't so good, that are tied into what we're calling Sunday night scaries, they're going to be intensified. And the more alcohol you have, the more it's going to be intensified. So leave alcohol out of this picture. The last one is there are some proactive practices that we can use to cope with this. And one of which is if we know or have identified that this is a set of circumstances that we have faced or are facing or and are in the process of being delivered from, then we know right out of the gates that we're going to need to plan our activities. We're going to have to have a heightened level of self-care and increased level of mindset shift. The situation that we are presented with with the Sunday night scaries is a low level vibration. It's in the negative mindset family. And once we know that and are able to positively identify it, then we can do the needful to say, I'm going to change my mind the next time this happens. What that means is when you feel the state beginning to change, you're not going to deny that the Sunday night scaries are taking place. In fact, you need to become one with it. You need to truly become one with it. After you have accepted that this is something that is taking place in your life, then you are in a position where you can say, I recognize this is happening and it has happened for a period of time. I know on some level, this is a bit of a protective mechanism, maladaptive that has gone bad. It's totally fine. My being is trying to protect me. It's just in a way that it's not very friendly. And is at that junction, you can begin to interject with, I'm changing my mind. I'm making a conscious decision that the effects of this are not for me. Now that I have a clear understanding of what's going on, I'm going to opt out of reaction. I'm going to opt out of behavioral change that is negative. I'm going to instead have a fantastic day. I have a full list of things that I'm going to do this Sunday and I want to enjoy every last one of them. That's how you deal with that. Now let's jump into the root causes. Root cause number one, just to refresh your memory, was stress, anxiety, nervousness, worry, and fear. And family, if you find that you are experiencing any of these low-level vibrations, you have to do at least three levels of why. And you got to be honest with yourself when you're asking yourself these three levels of why to hopefully get to root cause. You need to know what is it that is stressing you? Why are you anxious? Or if it's nervousness, what's that all about? If you're a worrier, same thing holds true. You, you have to come to understand what is that all about? Why is fear entering into the equation? It's very easy to become overwhelmed in the day and time that we live in today with everything moving so fast. 
our brains move equally fast. If you got all of these things spinning around in your head, the best thing you can do is pick up a journal and start writing these things out so that you can get them out of your head. And then once you've gotten them all out of your head, then you can put them into neat little categories and then you can begin to work through them one by one until all of them are addressed. Family, if you're one of those folks that, you know, are glass half empty, you're going to have to switch to glass half full because there's a huge percentage gap. 85-15, what that says, only 15% of the time of the things that you're stressed, anxious, nervous, worried, or fearing ever take place. 85% of the time, they never take place. Root cause number two, if you hate your job, your supervisor, your manager, or your coworkers, I think that's the sign for you to take a hard look at that employment opportunity if you need to upskill so that you can do something different, by all means, invest in yourself, upskill. If you don't have a manager or supervisor that you can talk to about the things that make you help you feel the way you feel about him or her, then find a new job. If you're like a lot of people where you're just sick and tired of working for the man or for the woman, and you want to do your own thing, then you're in a great place because it is here where you will gain the mindset that you need to take the necessary steps to become an entrepreneur. And if that's what you want to do, then you do like many do. You put together a transition plan. You work the transition plan. If you don't know how to work it, you can enter into a mastermind for entrepreneurs and they will help guide you through that process. There's groups all over the United States. And you can gain access to them through so many different vehicles. Put yourself a plan together. Get out of corporate and start doing your own thing. If you don't have the skills that you need or you're in the, you're in the wrong field. You're doing it just because you're good at it but you don't have any passion. Go find where your passion is and go do that. And if you don't have the skills, upskill. Last one. Root cause number three, you have to give a speech, a presentation, or lead a talk. If you're on a roller coaster, you're experiencing the exhilaration. You're screaming and you're like, ah, you're just having such a good time. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Ah. That feeling and the feeling that you feel when it's about time for you to step on the stage. Or to step in front of the audience or step in front of the executive team. It's the exact same stimulus. It's just on one side, it's good. On the other side, it's really bad. What I did to conquer just this piece, being in front of people, I just told myself I'm going to have a great time. It's going to be like riding a roller coaster. And when I felt that nervous energy seconds before I had to open my mouth a minute or two before I had to start talking, I would remind myself of this and it made it so much easier. I knew my first 60 seconds down cold 
to get me through that little awkward period where you're still having this inner dialogue with yourself and you're settling yourself into the moment so you can deliver this talk to speech to presentation. If you can get past the fear more often than not, you can deliver the content. So I would encourage you to do that. And most certainly, if you need any help with your communication skills, reach out to me and I'll be happy to help you. We talked about a lot today. I want you to know that the Sunday Night Scaries is a real thing. It's an anticipatory anxiety. It can morph if left unchecked to a disorder. The homework for you is this. If you are one of the people who experienced this, start spending time with yourself to understand precisely which one of these root causes is you and then putting together a plan to fix it. If you have a close relative, a friend, good friend, colleague, whatever the case, and you know that they are experiencing this specific issue, share this podcast with them so they can have a greater depth of understanding and they can harvest from it the hints and the breakdown of the three root causes. Okay. I don't want this for any of you. I know the people that are important in your life. You don't want this for them. So thank you so much for sharing this. And that's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time. Please share this episode on Instagram inside of your Instagram stories. Tag me on IG at your thought life. Y O R thought life. No spaces. I read every single message you guys leave. Thank you. As we close, I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. And you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. And until next time, take care and be safe.